Welcome back to a dose of AM. You guys, it has been a minute since I have gotten on the podcast. A lot has happened. If you don't know me, I'm Anne Marie. I am a nurse on a travel assignment out here in Hawaii on the island of Oahu. I just like to do that reintroduction just so the people who are new and have followed my page and maybe hearing this podcast for the first time, they're aware of who I am and who's this lady speaking on the mic. There's been a lot of changes and a lot of things that have happened over, you know, the past couple weeks. I did start a travel assignment out here. My schedule with that job is, um, put it in kind words, uh, chaotic and, I also just moved. I moved to a completely different part of the island from where I was at, probably 45 minutes away from where I was at. Uh, And I'm in an amazing spot. I'm in a huge home. Um, I wouldn't say like huge. I would say bigger than the home that I was in. Um, And I'm on the water, which is just incredible. Um, Life has been filled with a lot of working, a lot of sleeping, a lot of fishing, and just kind of getting back into my routine. I've been working out quite a bit more because I find when I'm in a routine sleep schedule, when I can get to the gym, like shortly after I wake up and then get my day started, I feel like I'm much more productive. As weird as that sounds, people say like, oh, I don't have time to go to the gym. But I feel like when I actually am going to the gym and incorporating that into my day, I feel like it gives me that extra boost of energy and also puts me in a better mood, which I'm going to talk about here in this episode of this podcast, but I just kind of want to talk about my new assignment here in Hawaii. I am a rotator. Um, My nursing shifts are rotating, so I'm working day shift and night shift, sometimes those two different shifts in the same week. So like this week, Sunday and Monday night, I'm working, and then I work Saturday, like during the day, so I have a couple days to recover. And I, when I was first getting you know, contracts out here, offers or whatever, like they would offer me rotating, but I would never accept because I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. When I signed up for this contract, I was told I would be put primarily on my preferred shift, which is days and then maybe here and there have to work nights. But I got my first four weeks of work and it's just definitely rotating. So I'm definitely working my fair share of nights. And in three years of being a nurse, I have never worked nights. So this is a I would say that's a blessing that I haven't had to work nights, but it's also a big change because it's just a different type of grind you kind of have to be on in mindset. So if anyone else out there is struggling with nights or starting nights, uh, I have some tips and tricks. I mean, I've only been doing it for a month, you know, but I don't think this is going to be my first. I'm not going to be rotating forever just on this contract and hopefully in the coming months my scheduler is really cool I can't actually wait to tell y'all about like the actual position that I have within this hospital it's something I've never done before um and I'll get into that but hopefully the next couple months I can group my shifts together so a lot of November and December is if I'm working three in a row I have them all nights or I have them all days and then I have good chunks of time off to help my body recover because I find it's not so much you know I I think my body is recovering fine Thus far, I just find that when it's like 3 o'clock in the morning to 6 a.m., like I am struggling, like trying to keep my eyes open. So I think actually on shift is the hardest part for me. 
But my Sunday night, my first, you know, night shift that I had this week was actually pretty successful. And I'll tell you how I set myself up for success time trying night shift what I did was the night before I slept normally so I slept from like 11 p.m to like 8 a.m and then I was thinking okay yeah I'm gonna take a nap before work yeah I thought wrong wrong I can't nap you know before the shift so that didn't work and I found myself like really struggling that night like I was about to fall asleep in the bathroom so I didn't but I felt like I was going to but rewind one week later, I actually decided, okay, the night before I'm going to stay up till like 1am and then sleep until like 12, 1230 the next day. And then maybe just like go work out and have a chill afternoon and then go into work. And honestly, that worked really well. Like, I felt like staying up was what really worked for me and then I did lay down for like 45 minutes before the shift but I didn't I didn't actually get shut eye which is okay and also all night shift nurses say like the first night is the worst I recommend working your nights in a row if you can I think like working an island shift night shift kind of sucks because like once your body kind of gets into that routine and vibe it's like you can just keep rolling that's kind of how it is for day shift too Honestly, it's like once you get into a vibe, you're completely, you're in it. So this role, wait, I didn't even ask you guys, how are you doing? Like, I feel so isolated out here in Hawaii. There's been so much going on in the world, which I'm not going to touch on because I think I want this place to be a place of peace and happiness and, you know, mainly talk about nursing stuff, uh, but just there's like been a lot going on and I feel like let's collectively take a hold it and then take a at the top and then let it go. I feel like this summer was a super stressful summer for me and I finally am getting to a place of release and routine and calm. So just if you're in a season of stress and unknowing, unknowing and unknown, just know that like life happens in seasons and that you will catch a break soon. I, I know it sometimes doesn't feel like it, but you can and you will catch a break and whatever you're waiting on or hoping for or praying for, it will it will come, you know, the truth will reveal itself or that thing will reveal itself. So just hold on tight, baby. You know, the sun will rise again. Um, I also have had some like some other personal stuff going on. Um with family so it's just it's just been a lot going on with the move and the new job and you know sometimes it feels like you have the weight of the world on your back and that you have to be everything for everyone but you know you really just have to be there you know and take care of you first because if you're not good no relationship or no situation in your life will be you know at its best so that was my little soapbox my therapy soapbox I actually probably should go check in with my therapist I always message her and I'm like hey girl when are you free this week? And then she sends me off her dates and then I never follow up. I am a terrible ghoster. Like, I don't know if that's anyone else, but I have issues with ghosting, especially my therapist, because it's like low stakes. It's like not that she's like, you have to be with me. It's more so like a PRN therapy type thing. But I know I talked about in my previous podcast, like I was dealing with um, anxiety and depression. I'm doing so much better. Like, I feel like my mental is so much more clear, but... I will say, so I'll tell you about the job that I'm doing now, but 
that something totally crazy happened to me at work that has never happened to me in my life. So the job I'm taking, I told you guys, is rotating and it's 12, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. or 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. depending on the week. You know, if it's a good week, I won't be doing so many 7 p's. So I am an ICU nurse, but I'm working in a specialty that I've never worked in in my life. But I'm working with adults still. So it's definitely transferable skills. But I basically come on as a stat nurse. I do take patients sometimes. It's a two to three bed ICU for adults. Um, And I'm not going to give too much details because if I say like, you know, what specialty I work in, people will know where I work. So I'm just going to say it's a three bed ICU and We don't usually take ICU patients, but I'm usually the stat nurse and I carry the code pager. So there's usually one to two adult ICU nurses in the facility and I cover basically all the floors. If there's an emergency or a code, I basically carry the pager so I'm locked in and like ready to go if there's an emergency or in a code for only an adult, right? And it's been super fun. I've been able to go to ED. I've been able to go to a bunch of other units that I've never really worked on and really lend a helping hand, which is such a rewarding experience because as a nurse, you're assigned your patients and like devoted to those patients. And it's really rare that you're able to spread yourself out and not take a patient load. And it's like be a resource like that is a super rewarding thing to like see the relief and hear the verbal relief that these nurses have for you when you come and help and place an IV or help with this or help with that or help in an emergency situation. So the past two nights this week, I was down in the emergency room taking care of ICU level of care patients before they got, you know, transferred out to a different facility. So I'm still doing a little bit of action, not a lot of action. So that leads me to think like maybe I need to pick up something PRN or per diem at a bigger level one. Um, on the island to kind of keep up my ICU skills because I am kind of losing some skills being on this position but I'm actually really enjoying it and learning other stuff too so it's a win-win it's all good Um, so what I'll say my first week of work okay um, I haven't really struggled with panic attacks since nursing school and I got a really bad panic attack in nursing school. The real ones know, like my friends know about this panic attack that I had. Like I posted up at a Starbucks. I didn't drink any water all day and I just drank black coffee and I studied for like eight hours and then I got up to like go home and I felt like all bajiggity and all zingy and weird and I had a full on panic attack, thought I was going to die, needed to go to the ED. I didn't go to the ED, but it finally calmed down. So I haven't experienced that in years and I kind of forgot what that feeling is like and if you guys who knows what a real panic attack is like not like oh my gosh I'm overwhelmed I'm like a little tired like I have some like test chitinous like not that I'm talking about full-on you feel like your whole body's going into shock your body's like rejecting you your body is not you know on the same planet as you are so those are the type of panic attacks I'm talking about like where you feel like you're actually dying you're feeling like you're having a heart attack, okay? So I was working like three shifts on, one shift off, two shifts on, all day shifts my first week. And I was on my second shift of the five shifts. So three on, one off, two on. So I'm on the second you know, half at the last shift. And it was a long shift. I mean, I was running. I was bebopping around. I run around all day, I feel like. I'm not like one to be like 
I try not to be lazy at work. I try to like, you know, get my shit done, be Johnny on the spot, be, be all over. I feel like my limbs are being pulled in five different directions, but I'm sitting down for a report and I'm giving a report to this older, more senior nurse. So like sometimes when I give reports to different people, like you can just catch the vibe of how the oncoming nurse is. And if like some people want super long detailed reports, some people want just like short and sweet and then they're like, go home, I can look it up in the chart type type deal. So I'm just giving a report on like med surge patients because I also take med surge patients sometimes. And I'm starting to give a report and I start talking real fast. Talk, 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 la, 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 la. Talking really fast and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm out of breath. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I looked at her and I said, hey, I can't breathe. Like, give me a second. I felt like a cool rush go through my whole entire body, warm heat coming up my back. I felt like I couldn't breathe. My heart was racing. My ears were ringing. Started to get numbness and tingling like in my hands and feet. She looked at me and she's like, oh my gosh, you're, you're white as a ghost. Are you okay? I said, I don't feel good. I think I need to go lay down. And she's like, give me your finger. And she puts her fi- my finger on the light on her front of her phone. It reads like my beats per minute. And I was 155 just sitting there at rest, like heart rate. And I was like full on having a panic attack. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, my vision was going in and out. And I was like, this is like the worst panic attack I've ever had. And I'm looking at her mid-report. I'm like going over systems at this point, doing my head-to-toe assessment, telling her about the patient. And I'm like, hey, bro, I need to go lay down. Anyways, I kind of like take some deep breaths. Like after like 20 seconds, it kind of subsides. I start going back into GIGU like... And if you don't know what that is, it's basically talking about all the systems like in report about the patient you're describing and it starts happening again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, I'm not well. I'm so sorry. And she's like, oh my gosh, like, let's go get you. And I'm like, no, I'm okay. Let's finish this report. So I, the panic attack kind of calms down and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to call my boyfriend. So I get off, I clock out, I'm walking out and I call him and I'm like, listen, I don't, I don't feel right. Like I'm having a panic attack. Like I think I'm okay. I don't think it's my blood sugar. I ate like a Bobo's granola bar like an hour ago. Like I think I'm okay. And he's like, no, I'm going to come get you at the hospital. Don't leave. Like I don't want this happening to you when you're on H1, which is the big highway here. And I'm like, no, like I'm seriously okay. Like if I have an issue, I'll like pull off and, you know, Kalihi or whatever, one of the little towns. So I get on the highway and he's like, stay on the phone with me just in case it happens again. And like, he's talking, trying to distract me and I'm on H1 about to pull off and I'm like, oh my God, it's happening again. Like full numbness, tingling, like my heart's racing. Like I feel like I could pass out at any time. And I like pull off in front of Kalihi Baptist Church and I'm like, I need you to come get me. I'm bawling, crying. It's this whole thing. He like leaves work. Like he was on a job. He like came and picked me up. We left my car there overnight and uh, it was really bad. And then after a panic attack, I don't know if anyone is familiar really what happens after a panic attack but you shake like vigorously like well that was a really good (laughs) reenactment but you shake aggressively and so I'm in the car just like and he's like are you okay and I'm like "Uh, I think I'm okay and I'm just crying just horrible and that ladies and gentlemen is why you take care of yourself because you can push yourself past this level of exhaustion that you just go into autopilot and you don't ever take a second you don't think you're tired because you're running on so much caffeine and there's so much stress and you have to go 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 um you really need to take a minute take a beat baby and just 
like not push yourself so hard. It was a lot in one week. It was the move. It was that one day off sandwiched in between all those shifts. I did not take a chill pill and I really should have. So I think I scared my boyfriend half to death and he was like, don't ever do that again. And I was like, yeah, I don't want it to happen either, buddy. So post panic attack, I've been fine. Like I was just shivering like uncontrollably it's just the release of all those different hormones in your body the cortisol the adrenaline now your body is coming down to a more safe level and it's just like tapering down so you just shake and if you struggle with panic attacks like I'm so sorry it's very jarring and uncomfortable and the best thing the way I talk myself down from one is that I'm not gonna die from this it always ends and I always come out of it. I mean, actually, that's a lie. Sometimes it happens a couple of times, but at some point it will stop and you're not going to die, okay? Um, just deep breaths and also like bringing your attention to things, smells, things you can touch and see. Also, they say sour candy works, so I got some Sour Patch Kids in my, in my uh, backpack if I need it, but I'm doing a lot better. I'm taking care of myself. I've been back in the gym. I am feeling so good. I used to be on a program and it just was like super overwhelming for me at times like to follow these like long workouts. Sometimes I don't have time for that much of a workout. So I've just been like running a mile, walking a little bit, doing some weights um, and just really giving myself that time in the gym to like release. And when your hips are tight, your knees hurt. When your hips are tight, your shoulders and you know, everything hurts so you just have to give yourself the time and attention that you need really to like live your best life if you know what I'm saying but night shift hasn't been that bad it really hasn't been that bad like it's really funny like everything does get a tad jacked up like eating schedule your shishi and you know I'm not going to talk about schedule shishi is pee meaning like going pee but I'm not going to say the other type of you know, excretion, like everything just gets messed up. Okay. I mean, I feel like I don't get as hungry at night and like, then I get off work and I'm so tired. Like I don't have any appetite. So I do feel like I need to nourish my body a little bit better. Um, but I've been drinking a lot of water. I did just get, I don't like Apple watches. Maybe I'm not team Apple watch. I got one of these Amazon Fit bands and I just really wanted a pedometer like to track my steps and just see the time and heart rate. Yeah, after that panic attack, I was like, give me a freaking wrist thing. So I have this Amazon Fit watch that kind of just tracks everything and I see my steps and it's just cute and fun to kind of like know how many steps I'm getting and seeing how active I am when I'm getting to work. I love having a job that I can get up and move my body like I think I would be put in the grave if I had a desk job that's all I'm saying and it's crazy like being three years into this career like I feel like I'm actually like loving the career more it's really weird at first I was just so against being a nurse because I was just like I don't want that to be part of my identity I don't want to be grouped and I want to be different but honestly, this career has given me so much and I feel like I've given this career so much. So I just feel very grateful and blessed that I'm in this position. And also the money ain't too bad either. Um, I'm going to wrap up this podcast. I feel like I've been just zip zapping, giving you guys like the little inside scoop of how this travel assignment has been. Uh, the fishing has been really good in Hawaii. We're going to go out on Friday 
get some nice pelagic species. The fact that I know so much about these fish now, um, outside like our house, we can fish like for popio and oio. Oio is the term for bonefish. And people make something called lomio eo, which is like a or fish cakes or whatever. It's currently raining right now. On this side of the island, uh, you get so much rain. It's the wet side of the island. But I know way too much about fish. I should be in a friggin' National Geographic at this point for all the species of fish. You got the alua. You got the oeo. You got the uku. You got the aku, which is parrotfish. And then all this stuff, the bluefin trevally, which is also called a milu, and then you got the snappers, and then you got the jacks, and then you got the, the mahis, the onos, which is also known as a wahoo, which you got the tunas, but when it's over 100 pounds, it's an ahi, and then, yeah, it's a lot, and then the different types of fishing, like if we're trolling, if we're dropping like the jig down, like bottom fishing, if you guys want me to do a podcast just strictly on fishing, I definitely could do that. Maybe I could get my boyfriend on here and we could do a fishing like podcast talking about like just different types of fish and all that stuff. I think he'd be down for that. My boyfriend's not really into social media as much as I am. And we just love, we just kind of like do our own thing <laughs> that I like kind of like keeping our relationship kind of private. Uh so that's kind of where I am with that. And we're a little fishing couple. So that's good vibe. So if you want to have a fishing podcast um, and hear from us too, I think he would be down for that. Anything that involves fishing. Um, so also I filmed a week in my life of my nursing shifts of doing night shift and day shift. And I'm going to post that onto YouTube. So more longer content for you, the YouTube girls. Um, I'm a YouTube girl through and through like over TV, over Bravo TLC actually lies. I love 600 pound life. I'm not going to lie. I love that show. So over all those shows, like in all that type of TV, I love YouTube. And so I'm going to start posting on YouTube. I don't know how to edit, but we're going to figure it out together. And I'm really glad I hopped on the podcast. I feel like I released a bunch of like stress and all this stuff and I was procrastinating, putting it off. Um, thanks for tuning in. Share it with your friends. If you like this, give us a five-star review. If you're a real one, um, follow up me, me at Anne. Wait, Hey, what is it? What is my Instagram? Oh, Anne.MarieMM. And then my TikTok is AnneMarie.MM. If you want to Venmo me, it's AnneMarieMMM. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Uh, you don't have to Venmo me, but you can buy me a coffee if you want. It's AnneMarieMMM. That is so ghetto that I'm doing that, asking for that whatever um and then also my podcast is dose of am pod i love you thank you guys for listening i will see you guys next week if you want to hear a fishing podcast or anything specific please slide into my dms at dose of am pod i love you have a good rest of your week and weekend mahalo